0: a two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High on Film! Tonight, we've got Jen Murray and Father of the Bride. You don't want to see Paul Simon? On this week's marital episode. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film, sobering talk about movies. Los Angeles's only irrelevant film review game show podcast. Welcome to episode 248. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Back for, oh, only another week or two or three, three, two more after this. There it is. The assist from the silent co-host. You won't remain silent, though. Uh, let me just get some business out of the way. We choose guests. They choose movies. And this is what uh, the result is. This hour-long-ish podcast where we uh, gently lampoon films and... Get into some light film criticism as well, so there you go, now you got everything you need to know. And we're three away from the end. Also, we're ending this show. This is episode 248, 250 is the final one. So we're having back, not only uh, some honored guests for these last ten episodes, but the last six are the complete inverse of our very first six episodes. How about that? (laughs) There you go. Again, a toast. From the silent co-host who shall remain silent no longer. He is the man who's right to my left. He is the walking Kevin Bacon game, the co-host from the couch, the podcaster of disaster, one of Earth's mightiest heroes, the mother of dragons, and the Brad Davis that God gave us. My co-host and friend, Mr. Brad Davis. A toast to you all. Hey, to you too, sir. Uh, Here, here. Pleasure to be here. Ah, Good to have you, Brad. You know, today... We're watching a movie that I I think I just saw for the first time all the way through.
1: Yes, you said that, and I was actually very surprised by that.
0: Yeah, I've definitely seen scenes of this, but there's definitely whole chunks of this that I had never saw before. We're watching Father of the Bride from 1991, directed by Charles Shire, written by Nancy Myers, uh, Francis Goodrich, Albert Hackett, and Charles Shire. How about that?
1: How about
0: that? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Martin Short. Martin Short. The Diane Martins. Keaton. The Martins. <laughs> Now, with a brand new Netflix special. Yes. Which I've watched by now, for sure. Probably. <laughs> yes, yes. Mid-June, I've yes, definitely watched I'm it. I'm sure I loved it. It came out way back at the end of May.
1: Oh, I would hope so.
0: Yeah. Uh, You've seen Father of the Bride before, though, yes? Many times. Many times. This
1: was probably my first introduction to Steve Martin. Oh, really? I saw this very early. Like, this is 91, so I was... First grade. Eight years old. Yeah, eight years old, roughly around then. Yeah. And I probably saw it, if not, I don't think I saw it in theaters, but soon after it came out, I saw this. And Yeah, this is rated, what, PG? Yeah. Yeah. It says and condom I, um, once, so it's not G. Yep. Can't say condoms in a PG movie. In a G
0: movie. Yeah, in a G kind. movie, yeah. right. That's right. why it's got PG. Parental guidance, they bring up condoms. They
1: bring up condoms. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this is a favorite of mine. A favorite.
0: And you know what, Brad? This is our
1: very first... Steve Martin movie Don't even say that on the air (laughs) I have to I know you do But we should be so fucking embarrassed by that
0: I am I am I was shocked When you asked me that the other day
1: (laughs) And forty-eight episodes And we haven't done One of the most brilliant comedians to ever live One of
0: my favorite comedians Yes Uh, When you said that the other day Is this our first Steve Martin movie I My jaw hit the floor When I realized that You wept openly I fine. I'm about to weep now I
1: know You should we should both. We should both. We should both. Be One of my
0: favorite movies is The Jerk. Sitting and the copies right there.
1: And we'll never do it. In alphabetical order. And
0: we'll never do it. God damn it, Brett.
1: Hey. All right. You got 250.
0: As I previously explained, uh, we choose guests, they choose movies. This is our first third guest that we've ever had. <laughs> Returning to the show. She, you never heard her in our unaired high-on film pilot.
1: That is true. Uh, mm-hmm, you were mm-hmm, the original mm-hmm. pilot. Yep. That never made. <laughs> that never made it to air no, because God. it was not good.
0: But you've heard her. She's done two it was best our fault. picture we structured winners. Structured it terribly. She's done two best picture winners. One holiday film. Two episodes of McConaughey during the McConaughey trial.
1: Oh, big time. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, was that mm-hmm. was the biggest year of McConaughey
0: for <laughs> us. <laughs> it was huge. You've heard her on Death at Sunset, and you can see her performing sketch comedy at the Westside Comedy Theater and stand up comedy all around Los Angeles. One of the funniest people working in comedy today, making her thirteenth and final appearance on High on Film. Lucky thirteen. Jen Murray returns.
2: Woo! Wow, that's it. I want to stop right now. There and we're
1: done. Well, Thank you, everybody. 248 Thanks for
2: the box. having me, guys. Congratulations and good night. Yep. Was... All right.
0: Woo! We, we need you for fifty more minutes. Oh,
2: if that's okay. Hey, <laughs> I've got, got nothing it. going on. Sure. All right. Give
0: or take. Give or
2: take. All that stuff you just mentioned, not doing it.
0: Not doing it. Not doing it. Um, yes, our unaired pilot, uh, which actually was <laughs> translated into episode 28,
1: when we did A Few Good Men yes. again.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: One of our favorite movies.
2: Yes. A Few Good Men. Uh, my favorite. Your
1: favorite, probably my number two.
2: My favorite movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, this cut of films that you've done, the ones you've actually picked for yourself, is quite a representation of Jen Murray. Yeah. Uh, let's. So your first episode three was Home Alone.
2: Oh, um, yeah. I think that was Christmas. Because it was around Christmas
0: time, I think that was a Christmas
1: something choice. Something seasonal. Yeah. You know, Which get, the, one of my... get the kids
2: hashtag in. And...
1: Mm-hmm. Which is my, yeah, get the kids hashtag <laughs> Which is my favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank
1: and you. then
0: you did uh, our very first Oscar spectacular Best Picture winner with your friend Laura Denton.
2: Was that Argo? It was Argo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: With Brad's famous John Goodman
1: impression. Oh, oh yeah. The worst impression to date. still 248 enough. episodes. That is got to be the worst impression. It is. So.
2: You've got to smoke a pack of cigarettes and put a chicken bone in your throat to sound like Something. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like,
1: yeah. but yeah. still, one of my favorite highlights of High on Film Mystery. And I still think yeah. that is the worst impression ever done on this show. Yeah. And I take pride. Then you go
0: on a good, a nice streak here: twenty-eight, Few Good Men, forty-four, Clue, fifty-nine, Cutting Edge.
2: Oh yeah, my, another my third favorite movie. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, and
1: favorite architect
0: episode sixty-two, the next next year's Best Picture winner after Argo. Yeah. Again with Laura Denton. Uh...
2: 12 Years of Slave? Yes. Oh,
1: you are schooling <laughs> me. Yeah. Yes.
2: So glad Laura and I were here and, for that. And
1: so glad we, we talked and about Chris it in episode. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed how ridiculous it was that the four of us discussed yeah. that. But it actually. was a
0: timing thing. We had to plan. We, we were recording like the next day after the Oscars,
1: so we had to schedule guests.
2: Justify it all you want, Chris. Yeah. Well, we're part of the problem. Be, we definitely <laughs> could have had our
0: bets.
1: <laughs> to be fair, we looked at what was nominated that year, and we definitely did determine that it was obvious 12, 12 Years a Slave <laughs> was going to win Best Picture. <laughs> And we should have done a better job <coughs>
0: Yeah, of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you, you sneak in there, 83, Before Sunrise.
2: Oh, yeah. Richard
0: Linklater. I love that one.
2: Uh, First
0: time I
1: saw that movie.
0: Then your love. famed run of McConuary, A Time to Kill, and Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, 103 <laughs> and 106. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> the trial at the end of episode 106 is uh, wonderful between you and Brendan Gallagher. Oh. One of our highlights. One of our highlights, yes. 122.
2: Was there a ruling made that McConaughey sucks?
0: I think uh, you lost the trial.
1: I, I think you lost the trial, though. Now, in retrospect, retrial. The if if we did a retrial, which we don't have the time, I feel like you'd win running away mm. because boy, it has gone downhill quickly for mm, that guy. Mm, He's mm. doing Carl's Jr. commercials at the point. This point, yeah. yeah
2: bite that yeah. burger, uh, that
1: Carl's Jr. <laughs> lawyer. Oh God, those Carl's American Jr. Jr. <laughs>
0: commercials are Carl's Jr. Sure. lawyer. Thank you. Uh, big. <laughs> 122, 173, my cousin Vinny.
2: My second favorite Woo! movie.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> my third. And then uh your your previous appearance was a Halloween episode. Uh
2: a Halloween episode. Yeah. yeah. When did you even come up with this one? I
1: kind of forgot you did this.
2: Um I you already said Clue, right? Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I did uh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Good. Yeah, I go. love that movie. It's fun.
0: And here you are, episode two hundred and forty eight. Father of the Bride.
2: Yes. Uh, top five, probably, movies of, just for nostalgia. I love it. I, I mean, I love Steve Martin. It was a tough decision. You know, they tell you it's your last appearance. and Yeah, I know. Suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to say about so much I mean, you that did everyone highly- should listen to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you highly considered the jerk.
2: I did. I For its, like, landmark purposes, but my first exposure to Steve Martin is Father of the Bride. Oh, uh, yours as well. My grandparents had a, a VHS of this, which I think I probably said about the cutting edge because that's also, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but they they had a VHS tape of Father of the Bride that my sister and I would watch at my grandparents' place when we would sleep over there. They had like three three videos. It was Sound of Music, The Cutting Edge when we were older, that was my Aunt Jill's, and then Father of the Bride. And it was just <sighs> a rotation you know, every other weekend of which <laughs> one we watch? My
1: grandparents had the same, uh, my grandmother had the same thing. She had like four VHSs, which was Aladdin, The Lion King, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, and
2: Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And it's just a small collection other than, you know, probably the war movies they had. Sure.
0: <laughs> my grandfather had tons of John Wayne movies. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So. Yeah.
2: I wasn't into war.
0: There you go. Thank <laughs> so, not as a kid.
2: Watched Father of the. You were into
0: Fathers of the Brides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Well, let's get into it then, shall we? Okay. Yeah, that was a nice little intro. I, I think, think. think let's so. Let's review it, it as we go. It, went well. it we go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> let's get into our first category. Our first category. Jesus, Louises. First segment, which has categories. It's trash star destroy. We're going to give you three movies of a similar ilk. One, you get to trash, which means it's eliminated from existence. One, you get to star in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And then, of course, the third movie, Must Be Destroyed, which means the only version of that film that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Pearl Harbor fame. (laughs) Everyone remembers him from Pearl Harbor.
1: Oh, yeah. It's such a movie. Mm
0: -hmm. It's such a movie. I did see part of it on HBO the other day. It was... Just yep. as boring as I remember. I saw it in theaters. I did wow. too. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember long. being excited when it came out on DVD, and like going to a friend's house, and we had like it was really long. Five or six of us. It was oh, yeah. really long. I fell asleep.
2: It was long. Yeah. Yep. It's long.
0: But we're not doing Pearl Harbor here today. We're gonna do three <laughs> Steve Martin movies.
2: Uh, I'm very nervous for this. I was very uh, nervous about <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one's tough. To yeah, trash this something. is a brutal category. I think this will be. As hard as the next one is, easy. <laughs> Love it. Maybe. We'll see. Three Steve Martin movies. Of course, we'll do Father of the Bride, the movie we just watched. We'll do my favorite, The Jerk. And of course, one of his other pairings with Martin Short. Three amigos. Mm. The Prince of Egypt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Prince of Yeah, they were yeah, in the Prince of, Egypt. The Prince yeah, of yes, Egypt. Yes, they are.
0: <laughs> um, the but... Jerk, Three Amigos, Father of the Bride, Trash, Star, Destois.
1: I am going to star in Father of the Bride. Oh, boy. And I'm going to play... Kieran Culkin. Benjamin McKenzie. (laughs) (laughs) Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie. The groom. The groom. Of the bride. I think that's a... I mean, you obviously can't... I mean, you don't want to take the Steve Martin role, because it's Steve Martin, but if you're Benjamin McKenzie, you get to work with Steve Martin, you get to work with Diane Keaton... You get to play this, like... Uh, it's not a douchey guy, but he's like this... Just the guy that is so nice, he almost rubs you the wrong way. <laughs> and I kind of love that about him. And yeah. it's it, it's a good role. he It's a good fit in this movie, and I love this movie. So I will play Benjamin McKenzie. And then, what, Jerk and Three Amigos? That's, that's what we said. Mm, okay. I... Guess, oh man, that's hard. I will give, oh man, I don't know. The Jerk is so good.
2: Choose wisely. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. There is part of me that wants to give Three Amigos to Michael Bay, because I think there is a little little bit of destiny that Michael Bay should work with Chevy Chase at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because they're both... I can appreciate Nightmares that. as people, I feel like. And, and I, I you will even as good as Steve Martin is in the movie, you will probably lose something in the jerk if Michael Bay writes and directs that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the better uh that's a better fate for the jerk. And Three Amigos, while I do like it, I think could actually play into Bay's hands. I mean, you have like a standoff with, I mean, there's certainly, like, gunplay yeah, yeah. in that Yeah, to more of a degree. So I'm going to trash the jerk, sorry, and I will give Three Amigos to Michael Bay.
0: Okay. Mm. All right. Jen?
2: Uh, I'm going to star in Father the Bride as Kimberly Williams Paisley.
1: <laughs> ah, yes. Kimberly Williams at the time. Kimberly
2: Williams at the time. Now Paisley. Yeah.
0: Now hyphen Paisley. Or now hyphen Paisley. Paisley Williams? I think it's Williams.
2: Williams Paisley? I think it's Paisley. Williams Paisley. Paisley Williams. Either way. Saying. Also my walk <laughs> it. Just Paisley kidding. Paisley Williams? No. <laughs> um, I...
1: Yeah, you get to be Steve Martin's daughter in yeah. the
2: movie. Shoot around, I mean, like I would never get over that role. People uh, <laughs> even <probably laughs> just *Training Order*. I would, I would, just in, I would be so method that I think I was his daughter and ask for him to walk me down the aisle at my
1: wedding to Brad Paisley.
2: Inevitable, on wedding. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I almost <laughs> chose. I almost Baisley. chose that role myself. Yeah. Just because you get so many good scenes with Steve Martin. Well, happened. Ben McKenzie gets to sit there and drink some beers with him. Hey, believe me. That's that, fun. That, no. that, that tilted it no. for me a little bit.
2: <laughs> I mean I mean we do that later. That was know. It is my it, it is my Off life goal to camera. get an Italian spaghetti and meatball dinner with Steve Martin at some point. It is our life. life
1: goal to have Steve Martin walk her down the aisle. Oh
2: my god, I would do that even if I wasn't getting married. Like if we, if we just we ran just outside create, of the church and
1: I would have down aisle. Oh yeah.
2: god, a supermarket aisle.
1: Supermarket. Yeah.
2: A uh, flea market. Mm. Any market. Any market mm. aisle. The market
1: of Agrabah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Any aisle, I-S-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's <laughs> starting by <laughs> Yes. And Isle of Dogs. Isle of um, Dogs. I would uh, give the jerk to Michael Bay, uh, just because... The he hates these cans. It would be fun mm. to watch them all explode behind Steve Martin. Thing. Oh yeah, it would be huge. And, uh, yeah, just because I don't want to, uh, I don't want it to eliminate it. And then I, I like Three Amigos. I think it's good, but it, I think it's the weakest of the three, and so yeah, I would is. trash it. Yeah, but know that I don't stand by any of this off the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Great, cool. Sounds good. Don't hold her accountable. Wait a. Uh, going to keep the stakes high. Hey. <laughs> um, I have a different set of answers than both of you. You're gonna start on the jerk. Yes. I'm gonna be the dude who owns the gas station, so I can be in the gas station scene.
2: It would be so indicative for someone to say that they wanted to be Steve Martin out of these roles and be like, I don't think I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy sucks. He thinks yeah. he's gonna take Steve Martin to-
1: <laughs> There was a little part of me when you like I knew You, you thought I be was the gonna jerk. be Naven the jerk. <laughs>
2: I didn't
1: truly expect that because I assumed you would want to start, you would want to work with Steve Martin. Yes. But there was a little part of me that was like, please don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, I don't think take I like this guy. <laughs> I mean, you've taken, I, I, I would not. We've, we've done this a long time. <laughs> we've both taken a lot of roles from actors who are much more deserving than we Way are. Way better than we are. Y- yeah, sure. Extremely. But this was one where I was like, don't do it, Chris. Don't. <laughs> I was and, you to. It. and you did it. Thank and you. you. Did it. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Brad.
0: Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be. Because I, I I was thinking about maybe being the glasses guy, but I don't think I can really play that role. And I don't want to take M.M. at Waltz, Walsh's assassin role. And then you get less scenes with Steve Martin. So, I think if I own the gas station, then I get to play with him a little bit. And I get to be the one there when he's like, he ate these guys. Yeah. My favorite scene. Um, I think, Brad, you're right here with. I think Michael Bay doing three amigos is kind of perfect. A self reflexive Hollywood thing that unfolds into real-life Western gunplay with three morons. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and I just want to watch the inevitable fist fight that'll happen between Michael Bay and Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> going to punch each other in the face. So
0: <laughs> it's probably Chevy Chase, The Rock, and Mark Wahlberg are the three Amigos. Yes. Because oh. Martin and Martin won't sign
1: on. No, 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 no. Yeah. not to work with Michael, but they're too smart. Yeah, exactly.
0: But unfortunately, that leaves Father of the Bride... Trashed. Trashed. Mm. And you still get
1: the sequel, which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, and you have the Spencer Tracy uh Liz Taylor original. That's true. Which I've never seen either. Or
1: part two. Where she's divorced and it's another wedding, right? No. It's not yeah. divorced. It's not the... She's having a, his daughter's having a baby and they're and then they unexpectedly get pregnant. Yeah. It's
2: not father of the bride again. <laughs> yeah, it's part two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But he's not becoming another father of the bride.
2: Well, he's still a father of sh- a bride.
0: It should be
1: grandfather of the bride. It sh- probably should be that. Yeah. That would probably be more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Call Nancy Myers. Call her up. Yep. Nancy, if you're listening, Nance, not. I got a remake for you. Post, you know, a
0: uh, post-mortem title change. Love it. Yeah. 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 Like they did for uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders
1: of the Lost Ark. Is that what it was originally called? No, it's
0: just called Raiders of the Lost Ark, but if you look behind me, it says Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh,
1: that's stupid. catch. Nice yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <that was>
0: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Things are falling. That was sly. Uh, Holy, eternal
1: sunshine.
0: <laughs> Found from the DVD shelf. Uh, guys, let's do one more trash Store destroy category.
2: Okay.
0: Could we? Sounds great. Let's do three movies with "father" in the title. Ah. We'll do The Godfather, mm. The Godfather Part Two, mm. and Father's Day.
2: Father's Day. The
0: Billy Crystal Robin Williams smash hit. I believe. I never saw it. Julia
1: Louis Dreyfus <laughs> is also in it. Oh, is she? Yeah, wow, well, like yeah, I never saw it either. <laughs> yeah, I will say, Jen, you missed nothing. Mm. I've seen the movie, and it's not very good. You've seen Father's Day. I have seen Father's Day. Mm. You Who's, not? I have not. Who's the father? the The whole premise of the movie is that you. If I God, it was years ago. I think the whole premise of the movie is you don't really know who it is between Billy Crystal and Robin Williams.
0: Oh, for Julie Louis Dreyfus's kid?
1: Uh, is it... Now I'm second piece guessing of the that. Fire. Now I'm second guessing that, but I'm pretty sure it's like they go. Or is there
2: a third person too? We should have looked know. this up.
1: It looks like this up.
2: we've already trashed this one yes. <laughs> and eliminated it from our existence. Well.
1: We just thought it was funny. Listen, <laughs> listen, I will delve into this right now. Uh, I'm going to star in The Godfather because. Wow, well, I know it is a... Ooh,
0: Natasha Kinski, R.I.P. Isn't she her...
1: dead? Isn't she No, a... no, you're thinking of... Who am I thinking uh, of? William uh, Neeson's wife. Yes. Natasha Redgrave? No, that's not her last name. Nope. Natasha... Hendridge? Hendridge. No, nope, that's the one from Species.
2: <laughs> Vanessa Redgrave.
1: She's still alive. <laughs> uh, Natasha... Wh- which one is it? This, um, in this movie, is Kinski. Oh, maybe that is her. Richardson. Maybe she... Nope. It is... Natasha Richardson. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's who she she's I was going to say, dead. it's not saying Kinski is. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah. What? Yeah, skiing yeah, accident. skiing accident. Like a Kennedy? No, like Bono. Um,
2: not there Bono. Was a, no, Sorry, there
1: Bono. Was, <laughs> Bono? No, there was a Kennedy who died in a skiing accident. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Really? Like a Kennedy playing, Like too.
2: playing like, ski football.
1: What? Sure.
2: Yeah. He ran into a tree. <laughs>
1: Yes, he's Sonny Bono did. Sonny Bono did. No, uh, we're kidding. It's dark. But Sonny Bono also died right into a, a tree, a tree Yeah. Yes. That's why the only ski I do is ski ball. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yes. I I will star in The Godfather because it's one of the most perfect movies ever. Okay. And it is better than Godfather Part Two. As good as Godfather Part Two is. Star as whom? Now that's the question. Oh. That's the tough one. I oh boy, I want to take the Michael role because yeah. it's like the greatest character arc in movie history. Mm. Pacino's so good in it, but I think I got to take it. I almost went Sonny, but I think I have to go Michael. Sorry, Pacino. He can have Michael in Godfather Part Two. No, I'm taking that too. <laughs> Brett, uh, it's Star starting. But I'm in the I'm the you same got the in the character. In the, we've it's got, tough. Town. We, well, not. A, we, Listen, we've done this in movies before, where it's like, "Oh, if we're in Harry Potter, you, you take the role." We oh, hope. Oh, you would absolutely <laughs> said this before, like, "Yeah, if I'm, uh, if I'm Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone, that means I get to be it throughout the whole franchise." Uh, I just funny. feel confident in, enough in my
0: abilities well, that I think they'll not cast me. Too.
2: I don't think I like these guys.
1: <laughs> I'm starring in The Godfather. I, I'm actually going to trash Godfather Part Two. Wow! Because I do love it. But I think Michael Bay doing that movie would be a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving Michael Bay Father's Day.
0: Okay, Michael which Bay's is,
1: Father's Day, which is uh, could be potentially a better movie. Interesting, yeah. it's a pretty bad movie.
0: I just saw uh, on the summary. It's a Runaway Son. So you got a little Michael Bayism there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a
1: little bit, a little bit. A little bit. wayward
0: team.
2: Runaway
0: Son. Jen, what are you doing with the Godfather, Godfather Part 2?
2: I gotta be honest, I don't have much skin in this game because I have only of these three seen Godfather. It's and the best I've one of three. I've only seen it once. You have not seen Godfather Part 2? I have not. I and I think... Who swore you had? When I saw Godfather, it was like after Thanksgiving or something. We and saw I it was together. Turkey comes? What?
1: We watched it over at your place I with know, your sister.
2: I know, but what that was like after a Thanksgiving dinner or something, Something right?
1: like that. I All I remember is... Like thinking that I had overhyped it for you, and your sister Beth, and and when it former high on film guest, yes, and when it ended, you were both like, "It is amazing."
2: Yes, I very much liked it, Um, but my recall of like who I'd star, I I don't know. So um, I'm going to um,
1: be the Godfather.
2: Is Keaton in it? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: she plays like uh, Pacino's. (gasps)
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not a great role though. It's a
1: minimal role. Yeah, it's a minimal role. Is
2: Julia Louis Dreyfus's role cooler in Father's Day?
1: Then <laughs> <laughs> Diane Keaton's in The Godfather? <laughs> I think we can safely say yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even convinced anymore that Julia Louis Dreyfus is in. She um, is. She is. I was right. Okay. Who
2: is in Godfather Two of a female? Well,
1: Diane Keaton still still isn't it. And again, that's pretty much it. It's a pretty male-dominated...
2: Ooh, cool. cool, cool. So There's in like that,
1: Fredo's wife. You don't want to be her. Just,
2: just like a Michael Bay movie, <laughs> where there's close. only one chick and <laughs> or, he's barely used. Or <laughs> yeah, any yeah. movie
1: made, so, you know, pre-2015.
2: Sure. Okay. I guess, I guess I'll star as Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Okay. But, like, as the actress...
0: In In life. life.
2: In life. So So you
0: you can be in (laughs) Jeep. (laughs) Seinfeld. This works for me. New adventures with If If you're confident in your abilities, that you can (laughs) use this launching pad. I'm
2: confident in my abilities to be Julia Louise Dreyfus in all of her projects if I have to do Father's Day.
1: You're just as good as one of the greatest television actresses to ever live. I believe it.
2: I appreciate that. That's very sweet of you, Brad. You guys are.
1: That's (laughs) pretty (laughs) sweet of you, (laughs) Brad. I disagree, <laughs> no, very sweet of you, Brad. going to be
2: silent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait, okay, so you're starring in Father's Day, so what are you doing with the Godfathers
2: then? Well, I guess, I guess I'm guess i going to um, get rid of the first one, so the second one lingers on its own, <laughs> and uh, Michael, Michael Bay can have it.
0: Michael, Michael Bay does Godfather Part 2. Well, it makes sense, because you go back and see... Uh, on, is a young man,
1: so it starts oh, yeah, more chronological. Out. Yeah, it does. Yeah.
2: And I've already seen Godfather, so, you know.
1: There you go. You can trash it. <laughs> yeah. You're trashing yeah. one of the I'm most perfect movies
0: ever. Done with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to star in Godfather as Michael. I think it is great. I think it is one of the best movies ever made.
1: Yes.
0: I am going to trash Father's Day. That is almost a no-brainer for me. Um, and this is what the part that really intrigues me, though, is that I, I really... I like Godfather 2. I'm not as high on it as a lot of people. It's um, it's great.
1: It's very good. But it's not like... It doesn't
0: hold the place in my heart and memory that Godfather does.
1: It's it's not as good of a movie.
0: That being said, I think it would be really funny if Coppola does Godfather in, what is it, 76, two. 72? 72. And then, in the mid-90s, Michael Bay it would be, does Godfather
1: 2. It's funny, too, that Godfather 3... Is, is like in '89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would actually be Godfather 3 would predate Godfather 2. Well,
0: well, it, it would fuck the timeline a little bit. So probably yes. in like '91, '92, you'd get Godfather 2 from Michael Bay and then Godfather 3 from Michael Bay in like '97. Can't wait. Like right before
1: Armageddon.
2: Did the God, the Godfather. Yes. The, the titular mm-hmm. Godfather. Mm-hmm. He's the father of the bride, isn't he?
1: He is a father. In the opening
2: yes. scene. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's a whole wedding scene. Yes. Very
2: nice. It's like
0: much we so. masterminded this. Yes. Diane Keaton's in it too, and she's in
1: All the Bride. Yeah, it kind oh, of played yeah. into our decision making. Really, a little bit. A little. Yeah, I mean, there was
0: there's. We a, always look for a little like connections and stuff. Well, we did. This one started as a joke, and then
1: <laughs> we were like, "Oh, this actually makes a lot of sense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, Cool. Cool. Yeah, because the wedding scene. I mean, the Godfather Hi. opens with a huge wedding scene of "On your daughter's." Yep.
2: You come to me on the day I of my. my oh, party. I remember more than I thought.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually.
2: You come to me.
1: That's not the Godfather. That's Luca Brassi. You who's come like, to me on the day. You invite of your me day. to your daughter's uh, yeah, on the yeah. day of your daughter's wedding. Yeah. He's like practicing outside. He's very nervous.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's
0: before he shape of waters, it sleeps with the fishes. Oh, Ooh. spoiler alert! Yep. <laughs> spoiler alert! They sleep together in Shape of
1: Water. No spoiler alert! Godfather.
0: Yeah, I, he fucks a creature of the Black Lagoon later on in the movie. Oh. Boy, I forgot see, I don't remember it. No. Oh. Patchy. <laughs> Guys, Patchy we're going to take Adams. a break.
1: <laughs> 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 yes. Patchy Adams.
0: You see how brilliant this show is? We're uh, going to take a yeah, break and so be right smart. back with so many more movie jokes. <laughs> I
1: guess.
2: Patchstick Men.
1: <laughs> High five of <for> that
0: one. <laughs> right after this. back, high on film, talking. Father of the Bride. <laughs> Ooh, I know, Holy no, no. shit. I was trying to think of the one you just said, Match Point.
1: Oh, Match Thick Men? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Match Point is a Woody Allen. Well, no, 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 I know. Patch
2: Point.
0: Patch Point. Patch Point. <laughs> I'm cutting all this. No, you're not. I'm yeah, no, not. Leave. Really. <laughs> patch Point is what? I couldn't remember what we were replacing Match with.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah.
0: That's that was the problem. I was like, I know it was Match Point.
1: No, was it?
0: Yeah. Patch Point.
2: Yeah. Patch No, it was patch
1: six men.
0: <laughs> yes, but th- uh, doing more, Brad. Building on it.
2: He wasn't here. I patch know he
0: point. wasn't. But he still knows building. <laughs> yeah, I know buildings. We know he knows buildings.
1: Yeah, I've been in buildings before.
0: They're pretty nice. They're nice.
1: Depends on the building. That's true. But,
0: you know, shelter. Mm. Always a plus. Take. Take shelter. A movie we've covered here on Ion Film. Boom. Thanks for getting us back on track. Plug. Guys. It's time for the summary game. It's the first official game of the podcast. That's worth a damn. That's zero to two points for each one of us sitting around the podcast table today. Please feel free to use decimals to refine your score as we each judge each other numerically based on the performances of summarizing a a Father of the Bride movie in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to watch.
2: Let's summarize fathers instead.
0: (laughs) It is a 105-minute movie. (laughs) <laughs> Allowing us each 10.5 seconds to get out the best summary we can. Capish? Capice.
2: Agreed.
0: Great. <laughs> Brad, of course, you know during that break, we had our patented toying cost coin toss where we tossed a three-sided coin into the air. You called it in the air because you won last time and got the right to do so, and you got it right again this time, so first, second, or third.
1: I'm gonna let Jen Murray go
0: first.
2: Well, oh. Can he pick that?
0: He can go third.
2: And then? Oh no, he
0: can go second. That's what he does. Oh. So yeah, I mean yes, I can do whatever I want. It,
2: okay.
0: Allowing you to go first is the same thing as him choosing second.
2: Allowing me to go first.
0: Oh, You're welcome. Because <laughs> yeah, you oh, want wow. to.
2: There's a lot of.
1: <laughs> you know this movie. I yeah. just
0: Threw my pen. Sorry. We have to <laughs> gaslight people in the summer game all the time.
1: Oh. You want to nice. play this
0: game? You're not filled with anxiety about it.
1: It's, it's funny that this game is the one that everybody, every guest is always the most nervous about. Yeah. Because I would have always assumed it would be the impressions game.
0: Oh. This one has a literal ticking clock in your face. Yeah.
2: I no. so, yeah. Like the passage of time. Mm, or Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkirk. Biological clock is ticking like
1: this. Uh,
0: Jen, yes. 10.5 seconds. Ten and a half seconds to summarize Father of the Bride. Nancy Myers, Charles Shire, Steve Martin version Don't you dare get into that Spencer Tracy version (laughs) In three Two, one
2: The daughter of a nervous Nellie of a father is getting married and he's very nervous (laughs) and he has to go through all these range of emotions so he can get her down the aisle which he finally does, learning that family is the most important thing.
0: Time. Wow Nice. Wow Nice. You really emphasized how nervous he was
1: well, that is kind of a huge thing. I mean, he's—I I guess is nervous? nervous is the wrong word.
2: Yeah. Nervous is the Stressed
1: wrong out. word. Stressed out. I mean,
2: I Resistance is resistant. the right resistant. word.
1: He's resistant.
2: Yeah.
1: but it works.
2: But he I is mean, nervous because he doesn't like he's he, nervous. He's afraid. He's just losing his daughter. That's the whole opening where he's like, "I don't like that she's in the air. I'm, I'm a, I'm a nervous parent. I'm mm. like into car seats and seat belts and oh, yeah. calling you when you get there. And yeah, for her to be someone else's responsibility makes him crazy."
1: No, he stressed out. Ah.
0: Wish he could turn back time. To, to the, the good, good old, old days. Wish I
2: could turn back time. Yeah, back I And not
1: be on this podcast anymore, I get it. Yeah. Hey.
2: He <laughs> <No. laughs> wasn't gonna say that. Right. Right? Huh? <laughs> I'm the first third guest, after <laughs> yeah. all.
1: You are the first third guest. Yep. There's been no other third guest. That's right. You're Brad. the only third guest.
2: Wow.
0: First and only third guest.
2: Can't hear that enough. <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> you're summarizing Father of the Bride okay. in ten point five seconds. Okay, in three, two, one.
1: A father finds out that his daughter is getting married at a very young age, and he gets very freaked out about it. His wife is very more cool about it. He has to pay for a very expensive wedding, which stresses him out, and he ends up doing it. But and they end up very happy. Time. Ugh, I, got, ah, I got lost. They end up very happy. Yeah, could have been better. I was yeah. in, I was on a good roll early on, and I kind of felt like <laughs> I could have got a lot more out at the end that I didn't. Yeah, but. I've had, I've had worse performances. Yeah. A very young age.
0: 22? Yeah. And 26? 22 and 26. Yeah, yeah.
1: Not very young. I mean, you yeah. could be getting married at like eight, is it? Some you states, I be, think 16. You can get married you get 18. Married, but can you get married earlier than that? Yeah, with parental
0: consent.
2: Mm. Or in secret.
0: Or in secret. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet style.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Secret marriage. Suicide. Act. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> secret? Jesus. Um, Starting into a very dark uh, podcast.
2: You're
1: kidding. Starting with the
0: skiing deaths and <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret yeah. marriage, suicide packs.
1: Father of the bride, such an uplifting <laughs> film. <laughs> so we dark. The, took this turn. It's All so right, dark. Chris, it is your turn. I know. Okay, you seem so excited. Uh, what? Ten point five seconds. You got it. All right, are you ready? Sure. In three, two, one.
0: Steve Martin is the father of the bride, his daughter's getting married to a guy he's never met after spending a couple months in Rome. Uh, he stresses out as he gets a ridiculous wedding planner and spends too much money on a wedding that eventually goes off without a hitch and he loves his daughter.
1: Time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thanks.
2: And he loves his daughter.
0: And he loves his daughter. The whole time.
2: The whole time. The whole time. The whole time.
0: The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Bridges. Great job, guys. <laughs> Sally Field. Sally Field. Bridges. Oh, Bridges. Jeff. Zero out of two? Zero out of two. (laughs) Zero, two, two. Minimum zero. Maximum two. Zero wearing a two, two. Zero wearing a two, two. That's right. Uh, And as you finish scoring, we will be moving into First Impressions, the second game of the podcast, now worth zero to three points. How about that? We're each going to supply the person sitting to our right with a line from Father the Bride. We would like to hear them impersonate two at the best, at, at the best of their ability, to the best of their ability. Back as best they can, great good save. (laughs) Thanks,
2: you're doing a great impression of a person who speaks English. And
0: even, even, it's your turn, Brad. It is, you're going first. Do you have a line for me to impersonate?
1: I do. Uh, this I'm giving you a Steve Martin line, be still my heart. I know. Uh, it is the point in the movie where Steve Martin is on the verge of losing it, like all the pressure is kind of mounting. He he's getting a lot of things thrown his way and then he's also like wearing this tux he's had for years and he goes to like help somebody open or close the window i can't even remember and the tux rips mm-hmm. and then Franck Martin Short comes over and wants to finalize the menu which is uh, being put together by a guy named Honk <laughs> That's <laughs> the way Frank says it. And uh, Steve Martin, uh, uh, George Bonks, finally has, uh, finally reaches his breaking point and gives his very uh, uh, specific opinion. George Bonks is a funny name. If George
0: Bonks. Yeah, yeah. If it was actually B O N.
1: Oh, yeah. I love it.
2: Nah.
1: Now, Mr. Bonks, please, about the soft food, how can know if it's okay or not okay? No, Frank. Tell Honk, it's not okay. If I had to move out the furniture,
0: and add amps, and repaint the walls, and get a new tux, and pay for swans, then I'd like the chipper chicken. Is that clear? I understood the chapel part. Yeah. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> no, Fronk. Tell Honk, it's not okay. If I had to move out all the furniture, and add amps, and repaint the walls, and get a new tux, and pay for swans, then I'd like the chipper
1: chicken. Is that clear? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do a Steve Martin impression. Yeah. But the inflection was correct. Says two guys who can't do a Steve Martin impression. It says anybody, (laughs) unless you're doing like a very... Like the broad Steve Martin like Hello Pussycat Like unless you're doing like broad Steve Martin, Mm -hmm. it's very hard.
2: So great at like the right in his lips, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you have like like some some gruff in your voice, you know what I mean? That like it's tough to tough to get rid of because when he like no. You know what I mean? Like it's just that like landing on the thing every single time, or it's like, if I have to Yeah, but
1: yeah. Good job. But yeah, thanks. No, you you, you did do a nice job. It's just it's sometimes you get get those those uh, lines that are tough to
2: the motivation. It was there.
1: The motivation (laughs) was there. Thank you.
0: Well, Jen, I have a line for you. Oh, ready? Yes. I'm going to give you a Frank line. Okay. Martin Short. Right. I know know you have a famous Martin Short impression. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I want you to Martin (laughs) Long. That's your Martin Short character?
2: <laughs> yeah, my Martin Short impression, because it goes on forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily this is a brief line. Uh, it's when they're talking about the cake and how much it costs, and mm-hmm. Steve Martin can't believe that this cake costs more than his first car. And, uh, Frank... Well, let's hear him say it. Cake, Frank is made of flour and water. My first car didn't cost $1,200. <laughs> Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Monks. <laughs> not only did I not understand a syllable this guy was saying now I had the feeling he was putting me down it's crazy they're saying welcome to the 90s by 91 gotta get there gotta get there <laughs> they might have been saying in 90 for all yeah. we know I guess you
2: to say remember the 80s come on
0: yeah we did in the 2000s
2: yeah YOLO hmm. which we didn't say until 2010 <laughs> yeah
0: go ahead Jen your favorite Martin Long impression <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty damn good. (laughs) I felt like it was a lot of just you
1: laughing. Um, But you know that. that. That's a big part of the the line.
2: He is tickled.
0: He is,
1: he is. Tickled. we love that
0: joke. That's why he's laughing, because it's 91.
2: yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Jen, do you have a line you'd like to hear Brad impersonate?
2: I do. I have a, a Franck line as well, because it's probably the most fun accent in the movie, at least. And um, it is when... It's actually this similar scene to the one I just did, but they are at the wedding planners. They've just met Franck, and Steve Martin's character, George Banks, cannot understand a word the wedding planner is saying because of his thick accent, and... Um, Frank is trying to get them started. So he starts presenting them ideas. He, he, he suggests that they should choose a cake. And uh, and Steve Martin cannot understand <laughs> what he is saying. But Diane Keaton and Kimberly Williams Paisley do. So now, let's see. This is what I suggest. I suggest that we select the cake first. because okay. you know, the cake more often and the what kind of wedding that you end up having. So let's just choose a cake, okay? Okay.
0: Choose
2: choose, choose the what? The cake, Dad.
0: Did we find out his country of origin?
1: Ever? Maybe in you part two? You do in
2: part two. He's from... Because he gives George those pills from his home yes. country.
1: They're like sleeping pills that end up like These are knocking masnic. him out.
2: Mm. Yeah. Where is it from? It's not... Scandinavia, is it? I can't remember.
0: Well, we'll see if we can look it up while Brad mm-hmm. gives us a
1: nice crack. Alright. <clears throat> so now let's see. This is what I suggest. I suggest that we select the cock first. You know, because the cock will often determine what kind of wedding you end up having. So let's
2: just choose the cock.
1: My bad, Brad. <laughs> yeah. That could have been much worse. <laughs> yeah. It could have been much worse. Could have been John Goodman. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you can say cock on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He did <laughs> said said three a couple times. times. Yeah. Isn't that what he says? Kek. Yeah. Kek. cock. The kick. The cock.
1: Yeah. We can't. We have a. We have a. Everyone but knows. But choosing we the swear cock, it this. will determine oh, yeah, there's, what there's, kind there's of wedding you going to Yeah. Choosing <laughs> the cock will That's determine true. that wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, um, great. Great job, though. Thank you. It was fun. <laughs> really enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah.
0: So happy you enjoyed it. Anyway, guys, put the scorecards to the side because we're getting into some open forum discussion we like to call Scene Work. Of course, if it's not readily apparent, this is an optimistic podcast, so we're going to start this segment optimistically. do Best Scene. What's the best scene in Father of the Bride? All of it. All of it. <laughs> well, pick one.
2: Ah, got it. Ah. Um, I mean, it, Hmm. I feel like I know which one you guys are going to talk about, so I'm going to talk about another one. Okay. Okay. I love the scene when Annie tells her parents that she's getting married.
0: Mm, This is one of the ones I had on my list.
2: It's a dinner table scene. It's early in the movie. She just got back from Rome. Steve Martin's making all these plans for them. He's got a list, which I love, at the dinner table that he's checking off, that he's, like, prepared to like ask Lakers the Lakers
1: games This and... is
2: very, very Murray. My last name's Murray, but very Murray. <laughs> They'll um, know. know. My family does this. Like, especially my dad and his brothers, they're very organized. And uh, my one uncle likes to make itineraries when we visit his place. They're loose, but, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just very organized and and i it's just remin, it just really really i really relate to it but um anyway i think Steve martin and diane keaton do some incredible reacting uh reacting to both of their faces oh my gosh and
1: and the juxtaposition of the two of them
2: yeah Diane Keaton is so excited for her daughter, and, and she's she's surprised, but she's also so happy that she's as happy, and she's obviously never seen her daughter this happy, and that's such a mother point of view, that she's happy that she's found someone that she loves and loves her, and, and then he is just completely pissed, and cannot believe it, and thinks it's insane, and thinks he can say no, which <laughs> is so fun, too, and I just... It, it just reminds me of a dinner table when you're saying something, you know what I mean? I never told my dad I was getting married, but when I was like, I'm going out with, you know, this, I'm going to the movies with this guy. And he was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and how are you getting there? Because <laughs> this was like when I was like 14. <laughs> I was like, well, I hope you were us," And he was like, oh, really? <laughs> um, no, I don't think we're doing that. <laughs> Which is. A lot of fun.
0: Yeah, they're both so great, Martin and Keaton in that. I I kept getting jealous that I was focusing on one and then would jump to the other. That oh I was yeah, missing the other one's facial reactions because they're both so good, in that scene. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's really true. Brad, um, best scene. Best scene. I I guess I have to say that while I know Steve Martin is known for so many things, the jerk, like so many comedic performances. Mm-hmm. The one scene that I and, and Steve Martin is very like kind of grounded in this movie as a character like that's kind of what makes the Martin Short character I think work mm-hmm. is cuz Martin Short's character is kind of so uh, often left field so yeah. like uh,
0: Well you got a nice bridge of BD Wong too, who's not quite as ridiculous. Yes. But so it helps you can see the gradients.
1: And and Martin's whole role in this movie is really like reacting to the craziness around him to a certain extent. Absolutely. But
2: there's also the heightened and true realness that wedding planning is insane. It's insane. No matter how small or big you think it's going to be, there I've never known a wedding plan to go off where it's been like nothing, I guess unless you've eloped. But Yeah. It's it's. There's always someone unhappy, and there's always some kind of drama surrounding it. Anyway,
1: but the 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 Steve Martinist scene <laughs> that I will always think of when I think of Steve Martin mm-hmm. of him being like his most Steve Martin yeah. is the Big hot dog comedy. bun scene. Yeah. Oh. it's the hot dog bun scene. Interesting. It That's is, the one I
2: thought you might.
1: Yeah, think. it is. He's just so fucking over it, and he is just, he's, you know, it's the whole, like, they sell you eight hot dogs, but they make you buy 12 hot dog buns. It doesn't make any sense. So he's sitting there in the grocery store and literally pulling out four hot dog buns per pack. Yeah. And this poor guy comes up to him and tries to, like, tell him, like, you can't do that, and Steve Martin just goes into full form of, like, I'm not taking this shit anymore. I'm done with this. Yeah. And the most perfect moment, I think, is when he says, George Banks is... uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing. George Banks is saying no. And the guy is like, who's George Banks? And Steve Martin just gives like this (laughs) long pause, this disgusted look, literally looks away to garner enough momentum to tell this guy how fucking disgusted he is. And it's me! (laughs) And it is... I will oh. I don't know if it's the best scene in this movie, even. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other scenes I have that are, I, I, I actually think might be better scenes. But given that we haven't done any other Steve Martin movies, I felt it was necessary to call out probably the scene that I will always remember Steve Martin the most for.
2: Mm. I like that scene a lot, too, in terms of thinking about the writer's room. Because... This guy is paying for, I think we did the calculation, like if it's 250 a head for 572 people, it's $143,000, and I imagine... The, and paying the, for plane tickets. Yeah. For, yeah, for uh, the Danish... makes no sense. Family, yeah. Which but makes no sense. I think about how the writers are like, okay, he's at his wits' end. What's the most trivial thing that you couldn't pay for? You know what I mean? Like, what's what? how are we going to slide down into the real world here, out of the wedding, and the thing that he can't pay for, and someone's like, you ever notice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> genius. Is... It's actually well, genius.
0: I want to know, because I've seen this around, I've heard this, like, you know, as like a public outrage kind of thing, like, in a comedic sense, like in memes and stuff. Is this where it came from? Like, was Nancy Myers and Shire and Goodrich and Hackett the first people to, like, realize this and, like, make it a joke?
2: I mean, besides people in the hot dog aisle? Probably. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like,
0: because, like, I mean, I feel like it's a fairly known, like, oh, funny thing about the world kind of thing.
2: It was uh, my first exposure to it. Yeah. And I, mean, I also it's didn't it buy our groceries. Right, right.
0: <laughs> Although, if you just buy three packs of hot dogs and two packs of buns.
2: What are, you, what, are you feeding an army?
0: <laughs> yeah. He's buying two packs of hot dogs and two packs of buns.
1: Yeah, Either way. he
2: doesn't want to we'll pay mean, for it. I mean, listen,
1: I... I hot dogs aren't going bad. I bet, I bought many hot dogs back in the day. Yep. And I always bought more buns until... You saw this movie. No, until <laughs> later on. I mean, I could Like, even ten years ago, it was already fixed. Mm. They already fixed that shit. Yeah. It's fixed. Oh, yeah, it's fixed. I've hot dogs
0: and hot dog buns now come in the same numbers.
1: I have definitely bought don't eight hot dogs and eight hot matter. dog buns before. Yeah, okay. And that is a fact.
0: Wow, all right. Good job. I love hot dogs. Hot dog and you know, hot dog bun industries.
1: Thank you, Chris. Way to line that up. That was yeah. them. That was them.
0: Well, guys, Um. boy, I mine is going to be the very end phone call.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so, so nice. Yes. Um, where George thinks that, you know, he hasn't been able to spend a second of time at the wedding with his daughter, and he really, you know, loves her and wants to tell her that, and he wants to get to dance with her, and he doesn't get to do that, and he's running all around, parking cars. Like, that's a whole another issue. We'll, we'll, get, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> but uh, and she leaves, goes off to her honeymoon, and at the airport she calls him. And I just love the lack of dialogue in this scene and so much emotion is conveyed. I think it's so brilliant when, really when she says, I love you, and he's like, oh, I love you too, or whatever the last line is. But then he turns to Diane Keaton and says, yep. um... The tears that was in his Annie. eyes. Yeah, that, that was, was Annie. Annie. Like, just so laissez-faire, but it's just like, ah, oh, she times, didn't forget about me. Like, ah, oh, I love that so much.
1: Three times in this movie I got choked up. Yeah. Like, literally tears in my eyes. And it was... one of them was the line, that was Annie. Yeah. Because he delivers that line perfectly. Yeah. He delivers it in the sense that not only is he thrilled to have heard her voice, he's also trying to downplay how important it was to him. Mm -hmm. Like, just like, that was Annie. Yep. But he can't mask how emotional he is. And he's just like...
2: It's also excitement. And it's it's
1: so obvious who that was. Yeah. But he's, like, so excited to tell Diane, like, that... Each just like that, you know. Right. Well, that's like Keaton's
2: reception of it is so she plays along and she goes, oh. And
1: like, and it's
2: it's such a beautiful reception of the emotion where she's just like,
0: it's nice. You know
2: what I mean? Like, oh.
0: And for something that is such an like a upbeat, like romantic comedy movie, Mm -hmm. you expect like it to have this like perfect ending and it's not perfect. But it's still so sweet, and I love that kind of ending where it's like he doesn't get what he really wants, at like he wants it. He gets it right. in a different way,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's, he has to be okay with that. And it's and he is. I love that. He has but to I mean, be that's okay, like okay with love from a distance. Yeah. yeah. Well, like it's like those little like bittersweet turns to endings that I really love. Like a lost in translation kind of comes to my mind when I think about that. Like it's not quite a perfect happy ending, but it's like the ending they need, and right. it's.
1: Well, and a for little his, more realistic and a little more bittersweet, and it's I just I love that. Well, and his whole fear in this movie is that he's losing her. Yeah, like that is the entire motivation for every yep. freak out that he has is that he's losing her. Right. And then when the when the chips are down, when the mo- when the wedding after the wedding has happened, he can't even get to her. Yeah. So it is like his worst fears have come true. Like yeah. now he she gives her away and does not see and, her and he's again. Ne- doesn't see her again. Yeah. So now like, and he's kind of made peace with it almost at that point like even diane keaton says like i'm so sorry you didn't get the series like it's okay like i i feel
2: silly yeah Yeah. he's almost
1: accepted his his silliness at this point like yeah she's married now she is a married woman and this is the way it works Mm -hmm. i can't control that and it is what it is and then the phone rings and he has this very and you put it so well there's not a lot of dialogue spoken it's very simple yeah i love you very much i love you too yep and then just his reaction at i'm getting emotional talking about it right now <laughs> I uh, was just, doing yeah it. yeah <laughs> and <laughs> but seriously like that was annie
2: i also like that she delays it because she's she misses him too like she oh sam i'm getting choked up There, but there, we, like, go. He, there we go she she says, "Tell hey, I, I just want to tell mom thanks for everything, okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and then she finally is like, and dad, I love you. I love you very much. Oh, boy. I can't. eat i got Yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, it is. I'm telling you, one of the three times in this movie that. Chris,
2: you win. This is the best scene we are all in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I think
1: you're right. Jesus.
0: <laughs> just talking about it. We're all getting yeah, emotional. We're all like
1: fucking emotional. All right. All right. All but, right, all right.
0: <laughs> well, I'll just end this uh, by saying my favorite Steve Martin moment in this whole film is when he's given the champagne by the in-laws.
1: Oh, yeah. And he drinks
0: it, <laughs> and then he's like, a toast, and,
1: and he spits it back into the <laughs> champagne. Flared. I want to know if that was scripted or if that was Steve Martin. <laughs> God, that is such a brilliant moment. Yeah,
0: I feel like that has to be scripted.
1: Probably, but boy, Steve Martin's yeah, so good. Because
0: it's such everything. a beat in the yeah.
1: movie that it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, it's such a great Steve Martin moment. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's so perfect. It's so casual, too. Yeah. Like, you don't even think about it when he takes a sip, and they're like, a toast, and he just spits it right back <laughs> yeah. in and, like, yeah. immediately puts the glass right out. It's, uh, yeah, certainly. All right,
0: guys. Well, if there's a best scene, it must mean there is a... Worst <laughs> scene. What's the worst scene in Father of the Bride?
1: For me, it is... Uh, post-wedding... Stuff. Sure, I have issues. We alluded to one already. I think was mine, he, which is the fact that he has to park the cars. He has to park the cars, and okay, so he doesn't get the father-daughter dance. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which <laughs> is ridiculous. Huh? I mean, especially for a wedding that is so traditional. Yeah, that is a.
0: I've seen less traditional weddings. Gr- weddings grind to a stop to find the mother yes. of the groom or the father, of the and bride kind of, of my, and my whole dance. issue.
1: Yeah, like this whole car thing happens. So a big problem where he has his eleven-year-old son and his friend moving cars. Yeah, that is totally absurd. It is a little and wacky. For, and for a movie that is
2: that has to be an agent move. Like I mean, someone that, that just feels like it's written to give Kieran Culkin a little more like to be time. a
1: Macaulay Culkin yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, or I mean, it something. has to be easily. Yeah,
0: but I wonder is, if there's something like that in the original too. That's,
1: oh,
2: that's interesting. interesting.
1: That is an interesting thought. But that is, for a movie that is fa- fairly grounded in reality. Very grounded in reality. Very grounded in reality. That is an absurd decision to make. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, I have been to a lot of weddings now, and the entire... Fred's been researching. I've been, uh, I've been doing it. I, I, I haven't been invited to a lot of weddings, <laughs> but I've showed <laughs> up <laughs> just for research purposes. And the basically, the bride and the groom and their families, when you're a wedding planner, fronk. They're in, The entire purpose it's is to make... a fictional character. Well, yeah. Because you're a wedding planner. You're a wedding coordinator slash planner.
2: This is what I suggest. I suggest we just keep going.
1: <laughs> the whole... And if
2: doctor, their, I
1: any wedding husband. I've been to, their priority mm-hmm. is keeping the bride and groom and their families everywhere they need to be yep. and keeping them from really doing any work at all. Yeah. It's all about them and their people and even... Uh, groomsmen or bridesmaids doing things in order to make sure the bride and groom and the family never have to do a damn thing. Exactly. And the fact that Frank is even out there with Steve Martin when that car thing happens, where they have to move all these cars, and he doesn't like—he's
0: not the one already moving cars. Like, yes. Oh, I have to go in. Sure and they're presenting
1: the cake. Like, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. You would stay out here. Yeah. You, you have honk figure. the yeah. caterer. <laughs> you have honk. You have. B.D. Wong, you would have all these guys moving it, and the cakes being presented. The father needs to be in there. Yeah, that's where they they went for more comedy elements and like the silliness of it, yeah, yeah. which is fine. It's a movie that makes sense, but in like the real world of the way weddings work, that would have never ever happened. Yeah,
2: right.
0: Jen, worst scene?
2: I don't know. I I, I don't really have a worst. scene. Scene, I guess. Nothing the, that bugs you? The um, there's one, and like I feel silly saying it. It's just that I want more out of it. Um, when Steve Martin is trying on his tux in mm-hmm. the attic, and it's too small for him, I wish that was bigger. Uh, I I really like a
0: little more fat guy boat. in a little coat.
2: Yep, a little yeah. more fat guy in a little coat. A little more Steve Martin. It's it's Physical funny to Yeah, I want to see him fall. I want to. see... I mean, See him break something. Yeah. Uh, and I love the What's New Pussycat that follows after it, though. So it's just that point. But if you're going to put Steve Martin in a that's too small for him, I want more than just watching him try to button it and dust it off. But okay. but uh, that's, like, such a – that's only because you're, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're making me do this. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's only because you're making me do this. Yeah. I don't mind it.
0: Yeah. I, I, mine's, again, like, I, I nothing I really mind, but I do think it's weird that, that – Annie and Ben are not at the in-law meeting. Brian. Brian. Ben McKenzie? Brian McKenzie.
1: Brian McKenzie. Ben McKenzie's a real person. <laughs> that is... Yeah, he was in the OC and he's now in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. And he's married to... What's her name? Paisley. Paisley. No. Paisley. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, what's her name? From Deadpool 2... From Deadpool Baccarine? 1. Yeah. Whoa. Ben McKenzie's married to her. Homeland. Wow. Yes. I'm jealous of Ben McKenzie, McKenzie all of a sudden. Well, yeah. He was... <laughs>
0: He was Ryan Atwood. Ever since Firefly. i jealous of him, too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I love the scene where he's, like, in the pool with the bank book and, like, all that. But I really don't think it needs to come back around to the fight between Brian and Annie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a little extraneous. Like, can't they just have some fight that we don't know the details of, really?
1: Well, and my feeling um, was on that is, is we kind of don't anyway. Well, if you're gonna if thing. you're gonna present that again as an element in their fight, this whole like Steve Martin, Steve Martin like has the bank book, ends up throwing in the pool by accident, all these things. If you're gonna bring that back as a part of the fight, then let's see the aftermath of it actually happening. Yeah, like, yeah. Steve Martin ends up in the pool, and then we never see the interaction with the in-laws right, right. of, like, this insanity. Yeah. Well, I
2: think that that's the first sign, though, that we see that Annie will choose her father over, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, um, that's true. He that's lies about, yeah. she thinks he's lying about her dad, and she's like, fuck this. It's not the blender. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what starts I mean, it the is, fight. Right, it is. But then what, what ends it, what um, says that she's not going to marry him is because yeah. he made this lie about her father, and then you find out that your father's this imperfect human who did do this and is going nuts. Yeah, and the
1: minute she finds that out, she is, like, immediately going down and saying, I'm sorry. That's a great point, because I've always had a little bit of an issue. Like, I've always found it funny that the blender, like, she gets so upset about the blender thing, because...
2: I think it's supposed to be, like, wedding jitters.
1: Yeah. Yes, but it is funny that it's the first time that Steve Martin sides with Brian McKenzie over his daughter. Yeah. He's like, this is...
2: But he also... Really irrational. He also knows that the lie is true. Yes.
1: Yeah. But you're right. Knowing that 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 part of the story is probably what pushes it over the edge. Mm-hmm. And what pushes it over the edge for her because it's her father. Absolutely. And and that's...
2: And you need that because you need to know that she is as in love with her father as he is with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that they... They're there yeah, for her. Yeah, especially
1: when they do the... I mean, sorry to bring up another best scene, but like when she gives him the... When he oh. they give him a car... They give oh, him the yeah, car, yeah, yeah. and she he gives her what a cappuccino maker. Yeah, yeah, and with what she wanted, and just oh, it is a beautiful scene when he's like embarrassed it's by like, it. I've never
0: loved anything more. He's yeah,
1: like, oh, I felt the same way. Yeah,
0: because yeah. he means My her.
2: feelings exactly.
0: Oh, is that what it is? My feelings yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm. There it is, guys. That's the theme song for milking it, the final game of the podcast this time. Most heavily weighted, zero to five points. As we each draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres, on your card that you have uh, drawn in the future, it will ge- <laughs> <laughs> in the
1: future. It'll
0: give you a way to <laughs> reuse, reduce, recycle any of the themes, characters, plot points, uh, jokes from *Father of the Bride*, uh, and put them back into a brand new movie. A title and a quick summary from each one of us to make a billion more dollars for the studio system. Easy as pi.
1: Pi,
0: easy. 3.14. See? That easy. Isn't pi a weird number? Because, like, no numbers repeat. So it's just like someone just like, I could just put a
1: list of numbers of repeats. Two-thirds repeats. Two-thirds repeats? Yeah. What do you mean? Fraction. I mean, 3.14 repeats forever. Two-thirds does. 0.6, like...
0: No, 3.14 doesn't have any repeating uh, digits. Oh,
1: oh, I see what you're saying in that sense. Yeah. I feel like I could have done that.
0: I can make a list of yeah, non-repeating yeah. letters. Is that going to be something now? You're a math witch. You could have it. I love math. Yeah, Chris loves math. <laughs> oh, throwback chance.
2: You finish the podcast and then worry about
0: it. <laughs> well, I'm going first, so I'll draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres, and I will be reimagining The Father of the Bride as a prequel. Ooh. Jen?
2: A revenge film. Ooh.
0: Ooh. and bread. God, bread, like Jesus. Three of them. Careful, it's a relic. Shut up.
1: What? Oh boy. A porno. A porno. Oh, card no. Card. oh, I hear it. oh no! Oh, hilarious.
0: The worst movie that you can do a porno. We porn. haven't had the porno card in so long. It's been so long. And here it is. It's the by worst our timing. The father Please of the bride. Do
2: porno.
0: That. Three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for Father of the Bride. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, I go first, I believe. And I'm doing a, appropriately enough, prequel okay so obviously it's prom season
1: obviously (laughs)
0: mid-june no may um prom is approaching and george banks is of course once again for the first time worried about his daughter not the first time he's worried about her for her whole childhood um but they have to prep for the prom so he takes her dress shopping because diane keaton can't come for some reason And, uh, he gets a quirky limo driver, a la Franck. Mm. Uh, and of course, um, he signs up to be one of the parent chaperones for the prom. Prom court's announced, and he is announced to be on one of the prom courts. So then there's like this like parade and all the hullabaloo around prom.
2: Sure. The hullabaloo, Yes. Yeah,
0: that's the yes. that's the movie. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's it.
2: That's yeah, cool yeah, thing. yeah, that's the prequel. Oh, that's the prequel. Yeah.
0: You know, okay. and she has a prom date he has to meet and, you know,
1: deal with all that. Deal it's, with all
0: that. That's the
2: conflict.
0: Yeah. The the what's the conflict you're in this? The
2: side, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's barely a conflict in this film. The conflict is the wedding, the the financial stress of a wedding.
2: Yeah, and his And his letting go of his daughter. And yes.
0: Yes. But not <laughs> Ben? Brian? Mackenzie? Brian Mackenzie. Brian McKenzie. Not Ben Mackenzie. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I always want to say Ben Mackenzie. Yeah, that's because that's an actor. Uh, yeah, because I've heard his name for so long. But yeah, there it is. Okay. Awesome. Um, Father I... of the Queen, because she's prom queen. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert. Let's well, I didn't think Father of the Daughter was going to be a good title. Zero, Zero to five. five. Yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> cool. Okay. All right.
0: All right. Jen? Yeah. You have a revenge film?
2: I do. Um, okay, so this is based on in this, a scene in Father the Bride where uh, they have just met Brian McKenzie. And yeah. uh, he's like, he could have a whole family somewhere else. Stash, you know, these guys who have families stash all around the country. So they meet Brian McKenzie, and he thinks kind of the beginning of the movie is the same, but then. He leaves behind a map. <laughs> or a cell phone. <laughs> a anyway. Fit.
0: Let's go with maps. <laughs> George
2: Banks decides, sees that he does, in fact, have families stashed all across the country. And uh, he's like a con artist, like a serial con artist. Marries women and has lies and has families everywhere. So he uh, tells his daughter... And they decide to go to these families and, like, blow up his life everywhere and, like, get revenge on and, like, you know, like, take up billboards that say this man is a serial cheater or whatever, yeah. Family man. Yeah, like, a lot of, yeah, serial family man. <laughs> yeah, and they have all these, and it becomes this coalition of women against Brian McKenzie, who... Uh, yeah, takes that, and it's, it's Annie, Be- Annie and George Banks who like go on this road trip and do this, mm. and uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that they do to like get back out of The billboard, they probably put salt in the sugar caddies.
0: Yep. Salt in the sugar <laughs> caddies.
2: Really getting it. Just, they're yeah. infiltrating <laughs> families and like so we like put salt in yeah. the
0: gas tank. I think is what you want
2: to do. Okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it depends how much time they have, but like in and, and so they and, and you know it's like that cinema trope where like he walks into a restaurant and there's someone's back is to him and then he turns around and it's George Banks you know what I mean and he's sitting there with his family in Kansas you know mm. what I mean so like it's that kind of thing
0: oh hi Ben
2: yeah and then uh, and Brian. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah so they end up like kind of destroying this guy's life he gets the justice that he deserves And Annie and George Banks do it together.
0: Wow. Little Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. 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 I dig it.
2: And I think the title is, um, uh, I don't know. I guess I had a couple ideas, but this is, I'm going to go with this. We do, he doesn't.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I see how that works. Okay. Okay. We do, he doesn't. We
2: do, he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Or maybe, actually, like Family Man or something, but that's already a movie.
1: That is a movie. Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah. Did he also do, he's a weatherman in that. There's not another Nicolas Cage movie called Weatherman, right? No, I think
1: there's another Nicolas Cage movie called Weatherman. Hmm. Or, he's a, or Wicker
0: Man? Wicker Man, definitely. Is he a weatherman in Wicker Man? I, don't, I think he's a weatherman and Family Man.
2: Is no. he a family man in Patch
0: Stick Man? <laughs> patch stick Man, he's a con man. Yes. Maybe with a family. Con Man and
2: well, a that's kind the of family, a movie. But he's not a con man in the Family Man.
1: No, he's not no. a con man in <laughs> the Family Man. He's a I don't man think he's a weatherman.
0: I think he's a weatherman in the Family Man. Uh,
2: Is he a family man in the Weather Man and in uh, Patch stick and
0: Man? <laughs> and in Patch Stick Man where he's a con man.
1: He's a con man, not really a family man. No. OCD.
0: OCD. He's OCD?
1: In Matchstick Men. N-
0: not a con man.
1: He is still a con man. But also. A, <laughs> but also a. Wow. Fred. Yes.
0: You got a porno for us. I guess I
1: do. <laughs> How many times have I been asked that? Um, I but, don't know. Yeah, they're That's the. Seven. Nailed it.
2: Got it. We've been friends a long time. First try. <laughs> uh, so we have
1: ourselves a porno. Uh, it's. Dad finds out his daughter is getting married, uh, mm. and kind of in the <laughs> still
0: keeping that part, huh? keeping that part,
1: <laughs> R- rolling with that. <laughs> um, kind of in a similar sequence uh, in the stairs scene in the actual father of the bride when, after he tells Annie the truth about what he did, you know, all the stupid shit he did at uh, the in-laws' house. He, she comes down the steps and they're like kissing and he's like standing there and they like don't even realize he's there and are just like mm-hmm. making out in front of him. I mean that's gonna be
0: <laughs> Brad. What? <laughs> Nothing. This is the
2: father Finish. Father Boyer. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. But it's more. It's that's what leads. It's like. These, of course it is, Jen. You, you'll have a couple scenes where he like keeps like walking in on these situations. Then he leaves and that's like you see the sex play out from there. But it's like these. Awkward moments when he keeps walking in on his daughter and her husband. Oh, like, I
2: kinda like that for the comedy of the porn. Yes. It's like, oh like comedy of the porn. Yes,
1: there's gonna be comedy yes. elements to my porn. Okay, okay. Yes. That's exactly what I'm going for here. I mean, it's working off this movie.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve Martin walks in and he goes, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> it's
0: still Steve Martin. <laughs> it's
2: still Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'll do it.
0: The dad who keeps accidentally walking in on his daughter having
1: sex. <laughs> yes. That okay. is a big part of this movie. Alright. Um, but then we'll also have uh, sex scenes, uh, you know, when they're uh, going on their honeymoon, so on the limo on the way to the airport, sex scene. Sure. That uh, has to be the climactic sex scene, right? No, 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 because you're still going to have uh, plain sex. Mile High Club. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. And then you're going to have, um, <laughs> literally wrote down Mile High Club on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the sex when they get to the suite that they're staying at, wherever. I don't even know where they're going on their honeymoon. I don't even know if they say, but... When they get their two sex there. And then Detroit. you also have Detroit. Ah, <laughs> uh, Detroit.
0: I want to see where cars come from.
1: <laughs> and then you'll also Once have upon the time. a scene at the end where, oh, and it's, I mean, you, <laughs> I don't really want to see Steve Martin, per se, have sex. Maybe we'll throw in a different guy at that point, but it'll be, sure. oh, the she's gone and Maddie's off on a sleepover. So, oh, mom and dad get to have sex in the empty house.
0: That's your final sex scene as Mom and Dad have yep. sex and empty ass? Yep. Okay, Brad. <laughs> uh, what's your title?
1: <laughs> Forgive me, but Farther in the Bride. <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs>
2: You totally redeemed it So good (laughs)
0: That is absolutely
2: Oh that's so good (laughs) Father in the Bride That
0: is absolutely the title Uh,
2: Single handedly saved your score And ruined Father of the Bride for me And cheers
1: to you.
0: Cheers that is a good one Brad Good job buddy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, and that wraps up milking it for another week. <laughs> Once you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And, unfortunately, you must move into the pessimistic end of our podcast. Podcast regrets. Anything you regret saying or not saying during the duration of said podcast? Um. No, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no, that's it. We're done. Uh, I regret probably not giving... <laughs> More credit to three moments in this movie that actually made me tear up. Okay. Um, It's a little corny, I know, but when he's, right before the night of her wedding, when they are standing out in the basketball court, she's a little nervous and it starts snowing. um, And Steve Martin says, I'm going to remember this night for the rest of my life. It's a little corny, but man, it got me good this time.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, At the wedding, right after he walks her down the aisle and he sits down, he's having his inner monologue and... I can't remember what leads up to it, but he says, something, in, I realized I'd never see her at the top of the steps anymore and something inside me began to hurt. Mm-hmm. And he just grabs Diane Keaton's hand and he's like getting emotional. That one got me. And then that was Annie in the phone conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. Great.
1: So, yeah, nice. kudos. You got me.
2: I had an anecdote, I think that I've shared with you guys before, but the my dad put a basketball hoop up in our backyard for because of this movie and he used to he used to like if I could ask if I could go to a birthday party or a sleepover he'd play me for it <laughs> and if I won I got to and it got the stakes got higher as I got older and like there were dates and like boys wanted to take me to the movies and he's like oh okay, I'll play you for it <laughs> and then and I would lose and he would act like I couldn't go but normally and then I'd you never went on. did anything I still live at home
0: There it is. uh Mine is that we didn't really talk about the snow in Los Angeles, I guess. Mm. I think that's funny. That, and we didn't find out Frank's nationality. I really want to know what kind of accent that is. Uh, or is it just... Martin Short being Martin Short. Martin Short doing some gibberish stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when's the last time it actually snowed in LA?
1: I don't know. Uh, yeah. Not since I've lived here. Yeah, not in... Er well, I do think there was... Snow I kinda remember a couple maybe not like a year or two ago. There was snow I don't think it was like in LA, but it wasn't too far outside of LA.
0: Out in where is this place? San Marino.
2: San Marino. Oh, maybe. When Pasadena. Frozen come out. Frozen? Yeah, the isn't, movie? Isn't that a documentary about <laughs> <us>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yes. snowing and frozen? I want
0: to say like mm-hmm. two thousand and fourteen. Well <laughs> because the Ice
2: Queen comes here. <laughs> right. I can't
0: remember the plot of Frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. don't
2: either. But she came here and it snowed.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Frozen. There it is. Documentary. Frozen, a documentary. Guys, I got the points tallied. Should come as no surprise that I'm in last place. Fourteen point five points. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all right. But uh, it turned into quite a barn burner. Uh, You both put up seventeen points. um, But Jen, you got seventeen point one, and Brad is seventeen flat.
2: Oh. 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 That's Missy Martin.
0: That's good. That's good. That's good. Congratulations! It. Thank you. Yeah. Here.
2: woohoo! Nice to go out on top. There it is. First, third, seventeen point one, and numbers.
0: <laughs> there it is. High on film, celebrating numbers once again.
2: Uh,
1: Chris loves Matt.
0: That's right. It's been a long time since we said that. Now yeah. we've done it twice in this episode. Yep. Makes me happy. Uh, guys, that's a show. Jen, hey, thank you so so much for countless, uh, I'd say more than 13 hours of uh, podcasting time and entertainment.
2: Oh my gosh. For those 13 hours, I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Congratulations (laughs) to you fellas on a project that has all made our lives and movies better. Congratulations. Oh, it made
0: the movies better?
2: Yeah. It's Uh, more fun to listen to your discussion and then see a movie that you guys talked about. It's fun to see it through your lens.
0: Thanks. (laughs) Well, The show wouldn't be anything without you. All right. Anything to plug? Uh,
2: Steve Martin and Martin Short have a special out on that. Thing, oh, yeah. I bet it's great. You a couple of weeks now, <laughs> <I> yeah. <believe. laughs>
0: Great. Yeah. Uh Brad Davis. Uh, thank you as always. Uh, yes, thank Sorry. you, sir.
1: Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram. And I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates, on my Twitter page or on Tumblr.
0: Uh, and I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media accounts that's Chris with an O in place of the I at High on Film is the show wherever you'd like to find us and even in this late stage you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts give us a few stars tell us what you think we'd very much appreciate it um, that's it we have a wonderful litany of podcasts out everywhere and next week we will be back with our first second guest Austin Trzinski. woo woo There it is. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye.